This is Points North, a show from Interlochen Public Radio, where we hear about life in northern Michigan through the news, the people, and the places. I'm Dan Wanshura. And I'm Morgan Springer. Coming up on the show, a renewable energy company wants to build a wind farm in a forested part of the Upper Peninsula. We're on the top of Mount Arvine. It will end up surrounded by wind turbines if the project goes through. Hear why some youpers are resisting the proposal. Plus a commentary on the Lake Michigan Mermaid, a tale in poems, which won a Michigan Notable Book Award this year. But first, the last coal plant to provide electricity in the Upper Peninsula ceased its operations this week. It's been providing power up there for over 60 years. IPR's Taylor Wisner has more. The Presque Isle power plant in Marquette has long been the largest producer of coal-fired energy for the Upper Peninsula. Now, the building will be vacant. The state has been moving away from coal energy over the past 10 years. Amy Johns is a spokesperson for WEC Energy Group, which owns the plant. So a few years ago, the UP was having issues with reliability. She says the utilities couldn't provide enough electricity to customers. As part of an agreement with the then-governor, Rick Schneider, and many other entities in the state, we came up with a long-term energy solution that was cost-effective and good for the environment. In March, the company started switching from coal to natural gas. John says natural gas will be more reliable because its facilities can be expanded and add more megawatts if needed. She says the plants will save $600 million over the next 30 years and cut emissions. John says 85 employees have lost their jobs with the closing of the plant. We have been working with a company called Michigan Works to assist those employees that will be affected by the closure. Bridge Magazine estimates 15 coal-powered plants have closed in Michigan since 2010, with six more to cease operations within six years. For Points North, I'm Taylor Wisner. This is Points North. I'm Morgan Springer. Wind energy projects have often been controversial in Michigan. Most of them are located downstate on farmland, but one company wants to put a wind farm in an upper peninsula forest, and it's getting some pushback. IPR's Kayla Fond has the story. At 1,979 feet, Mount Arvon is the highest point in Michigan. It's in Lons Township, a four-hour drive west of the Mackinac Bridge. It's quiet at the top, with a view of Lake Superior, it's not uh, what we call a giant mountain, but it is uh, special to us. Bert Mason moved to this area five years ago. He was drawn by forests and recreation. Now he's fighting what he sees as a threat to the landscape. Renewable Energy Systems is an international corporation. They want to put a wind farm in the forests surrounding Mount Arvon. Mason points to an opening in the trees. Huron Bay and one of the proposed Alternate sites for a wind turbine is right straight out this way. There's another one to our right. 49 turbines would be spread across a 28,000-acre site in the Huron Mountains. The company declined a recorded interview, but on its website, it says the turbines and roads would take up less than 1% of the project site, and it says the project would provide tax revenue. But Bert Mason is worried the turbines would damage tourism and the local ecosystem. Not to mention the loss of of the current way of life. They're hunters, they're fishermen, they enjoy this area. I moved to this area because of that. Mason is the president of Friends of the Huron Mountains. It's a nonprofit dedicated to fighting the wind farm proposal. But I'm not against wind turbines, but it's 
just seems like the wrong area to put them in. The site used to be mediocre for wind power compared to other places in the country. But new technology and taller turbines have changed that. Still, the project is unique. Most of Michigan's wind development is on farmland. Sarah Mills is a University of Michigan researcher. She studies renewable energy in the state. She says wind energy requires a lot of land. That usually means working with many landowners. But this project site is almost entirely owned by one timber company, Warehouser. It's really challenging like, to get all of those landowners on board. And so I can see the benefit of you know, finding a single private landowner who, um, who is willing to offer up their land for that. Mills says some communities view wind farms as an opportunity. Others view them as a burden. Let's try to go to the places that don't see it as a burden first. <laughs> the challenge is that it's really hard to find those communities where everybody's on board. The project site is right next to the Keweenaw Bay Indian community. Chris Swartz is the tribal council president. He says the tribe is concerned about turbines on land where it retains treaty rights. It certainly has the potential uh, to limit the ability for my people to hunt, fish, and gather. The tribe's natural resource department says the wind farm proposal is close to bat hibernacula, places where bats hibernate. Their yearly surveys show bat populations in the area are already suffering from white-nose syndrome. That disease is one of two leading killers of bats globally. The other is wind turbines. Swartz says the tribe is not opposed to renewable energy, but it has passed a formal resolution opposing this project. I informed my council about it, and they said, you know what, Chris, it sounds like uh, you know, uh, uh, these aren't right for our area. Because of conflicting zoning laws, Lance Township will get the chance to vote on whether the turbines will be allowed. Bert Mason says most people he's talked to in the area are opposed to the wind farm. May 7th, we're going to have the referendum. That allows the public to say yay or nay to these zoning changes that have occurred. Either way, uh, the people have spoken at that point. He says he will accept the voting result. For Points North, I'm Kay LaFond. This is Points North. I'm Dan Wanshura. The Lake Michigan Mermaid by Anne-Marie Oman and Linda Nemec Foster is a story told through poems. Aaron Stander, the host of IPR's Michigan Writers on the Air, gives us his thoughts on the book. In early January, the Library of Michigan announced the 2019 Michigan Notable Book Awards. These 20 books are either set in Michigan or are written by Michigan authors. One of Northwest Michigan's best-known writers, Anne-Marie Oman, is once again a Notable Book Award recipient, this time in two categories. She co-authored the young adult book, Lake Michigan Mermaid, A Tale in Poems, and edited Elemental, a collection of Michigan creative nonfiction. Both titles were published by Wayne State University Press. The Lake Michigan Mermaid is a gripping tale of a young girl's desperate search for stability in a world turned upside down by family problems. Reared in a decaying cottage on the shores of Lake Michigan, the girl takes refuge in her beloved lake. One day she spots a creature in the water, Is it the mythical Lake Michigan mermaid? Thus begins a telepathic conversation between the lost young girl and the mermaid, a relationship that saves the girl's life. 
In her own voice, Anne-Marie Oman reads from The Lake Michigan Mermaid. I perch in the shelter of a cave's mouth, rest on this ice lip, stare over dark iced water not yet scarred by flows, stare through shell light, frayed, fractured, toward a living being. Someone's out there. I hold this ice place close. She's got to be my empty hope melting into the deeps. The Lake Michigan Mermaid is a tale of friendship, redemption, and the life-giving power of water. It explores family relationships and generational bonds. This book appeals to readers of all ages. Aaron Stander is a mystery writer in northern Michigan and the host of Michigan Writers on the Air here on Interlochen Public Radio. And that's it for the show this week. I'm Dan Wanshura. And I'm Morgan Springer. Tune in to Points North Fridays here on IPR News Radio. You can also catch past episodes at pointsnorthradio.org or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, consider rating us so more people can find the show. Thanks so much. Mm-hmm.